0: Hey this is Jamie from Stonemaier Games and today I'm going to talk about some tales from production from the creation. Of wingspan asia wingspan asia as you can see from the box is a standalone game for one to two players so you can play if you have one to two player accounts you can play with only the components in the box Or you can combine things into a wonder one to two player game using the components here from other expansions and the wingspan core game it's also an expansion for the core game itself in that you can combine the bird cards and the bonus cards from any combination of wingspan expansions And it also expands the original Wingspan game in the flock mode, which is a six to seven player mode because due to the one to two player standalone nature of this game, um, we included two player mats and some other player components in the box. So today I'm gonna go through uh, pretty much component by component, uh, Wingspan Asia, what it's all about and some stories from the production and the design process for creating Wingspan Asia. And let's start with the box itself. You can see the box here. Um, It is exactly the size of the Wingspan Oceania box. And uh, this is for a few different reasons. Um, One is we we already have the template built for that box. We can really use any box size that we want. If we needed to make the box bigger, we could have. But having some sort of consistency with box sizes is a little helpful, I think, for for manufacturing, for creating the right size um, uh, uh, cartons. And consumers seem to like that. Uh, for the most part where they can, if they want to have this and they want to have Wingsman Oceania on their shelf, the boxes kind of align nicely next to each other. Typically we try to have at least like one side of the box be the same length as other boxes in that brand of games. The other element here is that we didn't, we wanted to make the box only as big as it needed to be um, because the bigger the box, the higher the shipping cost, the higher the freight shipping costs, the price goes up for the consumer. We wanted this to be as price friendly to the consumer as possible. And so by having a more narrow box but making it a standalone game it ne- meant that we need to make some choices in regards to the bird feeder and the bird tray. And so you can see in Wingspan Asia that instead of having a bird feeder dice tower, we just have a bird feeder board. I'll pop it out of the, the punch board here. It's just a bird feeder board. Um, we tested this in, in play testing. We play tested without the bird feeder dice tower, and it works just fine. You may not be able to roll dice exactly within this map, but you just roll them and then you put them on the on the little board here to show that it's in the in the in the bird feeder. Um, and it's very clear to see which dice are in the bird feeder and which dice are not in the bird feeder. So no tower because the box isn't big enough to hold the tower. The other part is the bird tray, and this will tie into eco friendliness a little bit later. Um, Actually, no, do I have this guy? No, I, so there were several elements of the game that we tried to make more eco-friendly. And one of them is that we removed plastic from the game. Um, and so in the original game, the, the bird tray is a, is, a, is a plastic tray. In this case, we just went with a double-sided um, uh, p- cardboard tray. Um, so uh, this is, and it also fits, it's not as deep as, uh, not nearly as deep as the, the, uh, the bird tray in the original game. And so it fits better into this box. The next section is our, uh, the rules. I want to talk a little bit about the rules. So the rules were quite an interesting challenge for Wingspan Asia because we needed it to meet, we needed the rule book to meet many different needs. Um, and so in the end, we actually ended up with three rule books in the box. Uh, we have the appendix uh, with all the, the different bonus cards, notes about the, uh, the, the tiles, and notes about all the birds in Wingspan Asia in this book. We have the automatic rules for solo play we found that solo gamers prefer that there be a separate rulebook if possible so they can kind of set this aside and refer to the original rules that they need to but just not have to leaf through the core rulebook to find the rules that apply to them and most importantly is the core rulebook itself this was the biggest challenge because we needed to make it work for uh for people who are new to wingspan we needed to make it work for people who are playing with the duet mode, or the flock mode, or just standard modes, because you can just play a standard two-player game um, with the components in Wingspan Asia if you combine it with with other with the with the core game. Um, And so what we did is we included all the rules for the entire Wingspan game in this rulebook. It is now a consolidated rulebook, so you don't actually need the other rulebooks from Wingspan. And in the red boxes, you can find the flock mode notes. In blue box, I'm sorry, the duet mode notes. In the blue box, you can find the flock mode notes. Uh, As usual, we think a lot about textures when we think about the components in our games, and so we use a special textured paper for our rulebook so it can feel nice as you leaf through it. I think that's all the notes I had about rule books, so I'll move on to the duet mode specifically and all the components that have to do with the duet mode. So uh, the duet mode is a new way that you can play a two-player game of Wingspan um, in general, Wingspan in in general. So uh, here is the duet board here. This is a duet map. Whenever you play a bird, playing in duet mode, which is a two-player mode, you will place a token. I'll show you those tokens in a second. You You'll place it on the on this map related to what type of bird you played and where you played it on your player map. Um, and you can't play it in the same place in the same place as uh, the other player has placed their token. Uh, so this is something that Elizabeth designed specifically to create more interaction and more meaning behind playing a bird card uh, in Wingspan when you're playing in that two-player mode. So we have this nice board. Uh, And there's also a place to put the goals down below here because there are special goals that go along with the duet mode. I I wouldn't say there were too many component considerations that went into this board itself. We kind of knew what we were going for. We could have gone with the thinner, differently textured board that we put into Wingspan for the goal board, the original Wingspan. But I thought it needed to be something a little bit more substantial given um, how much you're going to be putting tokens on uh, on this particular map, on this particular board. Uh, as for the tokens, the tokens were the subject of lots of thought. Um, so what we ended up going for are yin and yang tokens, because this is Wingspan Asia. Uh, here's the, the black one. So there are two new player colors included in Wingspan Asia. They're black and white. Uh, and you can, uh, I'll get to the flock mode later. We can use those player co- tokens in the flock mode or just in a standard game if you prefer playing black or white. But we have these yin or yang tokens. We considered a bunch of other tokens, and I actually have them here. Um, from my closet of secrets. So here's I think the, the final version. We also considered just circles and we considered this because we needed a token shape where even after you place the token on this map you could still see the, type, the, the icon below it, the icon underneath it because they relate to the end of round goals. So we needed a token um, that was not a cube because players use cubes for something else in, in Wingspan. They're action tokens. Where you could still see the icons. We considered these circles, these wooden circles. We also needed, we needed it to be wood to be eco friendly. What else did we consider? We considered uh, Crescent Moons. That was another one. Uh, Crescent Moons. This was uh, close to being my top pick, but I figured, um, you know, the, 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 the location for this expansion is Asia, and so Yin and Yang really made sense. And I did talk to. Um, our, our our publishing partner in China and our consulting our consult, cultural consultant to make sure that we weren't doing something out of line by using this icon um, in the game. The one tricky thing about this icon and the one thing that doesn't really quite work with the game is that the the duet mode is a competitive mode. Despite the word duet, we use that term because birds like to sing bird song, and so duet made sense for us for the name of this two-player competitive mode. Um, but Never, the, the fun thing about yin and yang tokens is that they fit together to form a cohesive icon, but you never do that in Wingspan Asia. You only place a token where there is not another token there. So they never come together to form that uh, beautiful yin and yang shape that you probably know. Um, but, uh, you know, they, I, I thought the tokens still made sense for this particular theme, this particular region. I should stress also that. The duet mode is specifically about these components that I'm describing here. You can use any bird cards for duet mode. You can use any bonus cards for duet mode. The only thing about duet mode is that you need to use this map. That's what makes it this, the special duet mode. The last part of duet mode is the Swift Start Guide. So we wanted, we we had different goals for this this expansion and part of the goal for the standalone game is that someone who doesn't know wingspan could buy just wingspan asia and play the duet mode out of the box or play the solo mode and so for the duet mode we created or elizabeth specifically created new swift start guides i looked over these quite a bit as well because we wanted these to be as a, as um accessible as possible to someone who's new to wingspan so these swift start guides they're similar to what's found in wingspan where they walk you through the first four tor- turns of the game they tell you exactly what to do they tell you starting special starting components that are marked with red corners, like these guides, um, and uh, and exactly what you do on your turn and why you're doing that. Uh, they're front and back. And once you d- walk through these guides, you can pretty much learn the game from these guides. Once you do that, the game, the, the guides let you free, and they say, you know, just continue to play Wingspan now, or Wingspan Asia, in the duet mode specifically. So we added these nice uh, swift, swift start guides to enable play um, for new players who are learning Wingspan Asia and specifically the duet mode. So the other aspect of Wingspan Asia is that it is a uh, uh, because it is a standalone game, um, we needed more player mats. So we needed each player to have their own player mat. So the considerations here were that A, we needed players to have uh, the standard mechanisms for wingspan so you can even though this board looks a little bit different here if you already know wingspan the mechanisms are the same as the core core board in wingspan Um, but the art is different we wanted to give it uh, some some asian themed art and so the artist looked to different areas in asia and pulled uh, wetland area grassland areas forests from from asia into this this art here Uh, so same mechanisms but different art we thought that was appropriate if we were going to include fresh player mats in wingspan asia And one of the secrets I mentioned in the design diary is that hidden in the art, it's very tough to see with the graphic design on top of it, but hidden into the background art are my cats. Uh, I believe Walter's over here and I think Biddy is hidden over here. It's very hard to see. You have to look at the design diaries to see the art without the graphic design on top. But one of the other conundrums was Wingspan Asia is compatible with Wingspan Oceania, which is an expansion that uses a different player map. And so we decided to print on the backside of the player map, the Oceania player map, which has different mechanisms and different art. So that way, if you want to play with these, if you are a two player, um, if you want to play the duet mode with two player and you have Wingspan Asia, and then you get Wingspan Oceania, then you can play Wingspan Oceania using this map. Um, but to get, this is particularly useful for six or seven player play. Uh, that's when you would mostly need this map. If you have Wingspan Oceania, you have Wingspan and you have Wingspan Asia. This is the way of getting that Oceania map. So we made them double-sided for that reason. Also, there's the Altama mode. So this is the solo mode. There's a detailed design diary from designer David Studley about the Altama mode. I I showed you the rulebook earlier. The player tokens for the duet mode are used for Altama. And uh, there is a special deck of Altama cards that are used. Let's see if we can find them here. Um, I can't find them amongst my things, but there are Altama cards that go with this game, a specific set of Altama cards that uh, at that uh, look at the duet map yeah, the uses the duet map in um in, in the solo mode for wingspan asia then there's the flock mode so again we added two player mats to this game we added two sets of player tokens to this game and so we figured if you are adding wingspan asia to your collection where you already have wingspan and there might be times where you want to play with six or seven players i think it's pretty rare but it is possible then we wanted to give you a way to do that. We figured players were going to do it anyway, and uh, we wanted to find a way to create a pleasant experience of a six or seven player game that didn't far outst- out outstay its welcome and were turns uh, where you didn't have to wait too long between turns. And so what Elizabeth did is she created uh, what we call the Flock Mode. And the Flock Mode uses this double-sided dial, depending on whether you're playing six players or seven players. And it uses a different token um based on that player count. So here's the the six player token. The arrows are pointed in specific places so that you can see here if the if the token is showing is like that, it means that uh it is both the purple player's turn and the green player's turn. So you're taking some simultaneous turns. Your your turn will be happening at the same time as another player at the table. Um, there's a different token for the seven player mode. With the air because seven players Different player count, uh different different arrows here, slightly different here. So here it is the black player's turn and the yellow player's turn. Um it's for this reason that we needed a double-sided dial and uh two different kind of spinners here. They're not spinners, but they're you know they they track whose turn it is, that we didn't go with a fancier dial. We didn't go with one where it's kind of punched in and the, the token is always there. Uh, we didn't go with one that's magnetic because we figured you'd be popping these in and out. If we did go with a magnetic version, it would have been cool, but it would have had a significant expense. And I don't actually know if it completely would have worked with the polarity of magnets if you needed, need these tokens on both sides of this dial. Um, so we didn't even mess with that. We just said, you know, we found it during playtesting that it's easy enough to not have this portion attached to the dial itself. You can just turn it as you're playing. So that is the main element of the flock dial, This, uh, the flock mode, the, the dial itself and the, um, and the extra player mats that you have for six or seven players, plus the rules in the rule book. Next up, we have eggs, bags, and trays. So there are a few different elements here that we had to consider. One is that we've been going through uh, Wingspan components in particular, and components from various Stonemaier games, and we've been trying to make them more eco-friendly. And so instead of the clear plastic trays that we've been using for a while now, we are starting to use these pulp sugarcane trays. Um, they, they don't work. It, they don't have a lid. Um, that's the one big kind of loss from moving on from plastic to this method. But the trays are otherwise really nice. Um, they feel good. They have a rough texture on the outside, a smooth texture on the inside. You can put tokens in here, particularly put eggs in here. Um, eggs and food if you want, but eggs uh, tend to roll around if you don't put them in a container. So we wanted to include these in the game. I believe there are two included in Wingspan Asia, but I could be wrong about that. Um, and uh, so we have this instead of the plastic trays. We also have wooden eggs. And the egg color we selected for Wingspan Asia, we thought this would be a nice contrast to the black and white player tokens, is red. So we ended up going with these red uh, red eggs. Let's see, there's red eggs right here. Um, we considered, the lighting looked a little bit weird here, but they are solid color. They're, they're wooden eggs. They're exactly the same as the original plastic eggs, same shape as the original plastic eggs and Wingspan, but they're wooden now, so we're using less plastic. We did consider a variety of colors here. I'll show you what those colors look like. And then I'll tell you something interesting that we ran into while testing these eggs. So here are a variety of different shades of red that we considered for this expansion. Um, but one thing we ran into that we didn't expect is that uh, unlike the plastic eggs, the red eggs are painted. So this is a, a, a red coat that is, um, is painted onto the wooden eggs. And you can see these bags that we use in the can. These are, you can see that they're not clear because they are special compostable biodegradable bags. They're plastic, but they're made from corn, I believe, and so they biodegrade over time. Um, they they, remain, they w- remain strong in good plastic bags, but if you put them in the ground, if like if you bury it, it will compost over time and biodegrade. However, for some reason, the bags don't interact well with red paint. Um, So you'll you'll find in your copy of Wingspan that the bags holding the eggs are just normal plastic bags. Um, We don't really know why. It was was kind of an odd chemical reaction that that happened uh, that that Panda realized fairly late in the process uh, because they didn't expect it because most of the other colors worked fine. It was just the red paint in the biodegradable bag didn't work well for some reason. So they had to change up that specific bag at the last minute. What else do we have in the game? Oh, we have lots of cards. We have 90 new bird cards. Here's a bunch of them. Yeah, here's here's a bunch of the bird cards here. 90 new bird cards all found in um, the the Asia continent, the Asia region of the world. Um, We decided not to add a new color power to the game so you can see there are a variety of different colors down here we have the brown powers the one activated powers we have the end of game we have the end of round teal powers we have the when played white powers and we also have the pink powers i don't have any in this particular deck of cards um there's a couple there's 90 cards so they they take up quite a bit of space Um, so we don't have any new colors of powers and we did that because um because this is a a game that is introducing wingspan to people not that these cards are introductory i mean there are some some uh, high level cards with hard decisions to make or interesting decisions to make when you play these cards or when you use these cards but uh but we didn't want to add on top of that a whole new mechanism for players to learn and know Uh, or in terms of the powers. However, there are plenty of new mechanisms within the existing power. So even though there isn't a new category of power, there are lots of new mechanisms, including a push your luck mechanism within those cards. Uh, I'm looking for the other uh, bird cards here. But uh, yeah, here they are. Here are the other bird cards in the game. Lots of other bird cards there. We also included 14 new bonus cards. Let's see, we have them right here. Yeah, these are the new bonus cards in the game. Fourteen. Well, there are fourteen bonus cards. Uh, Eleven of them are new. Three of them are reprints. We decided to reprint uh, the photographer, the cartographer, and the anatomist uh, with updated lists of eligible terms that you can use when using these cards because these are kind of language heavily language dependent cards. The rest, which is actually, I would not recommend doing that if you make a game. Uh, they having. Uh, cards that depend on sp- specific words so like color words people's names things like that body parts things like that they don't translate well often uh, when you're using real wor- re- real world um, creatures like birds that have different names in different languages so I wouldn't recommend doing that but uh, but we already have the moon wingspan and so we have these new bonus cards uh, the the thing that we always try to do that in terms of production when we have new cards is color matching the back to the previous, uh, the previous game, the core game uh, and other expansions. And this is very difficult to do. Obviously we always try, well, we always do use the same ink, the same backs, but uh, different inks over time can look different. Your cards that have maybe have been in your copy of Wingspan for three years now, they might look a little bit different now just by sitting around, just by having exposure to air and climate and, and light might change over time a little bit. So color matching is really, really difficult. Fortunately in Wingspan, it doesn't really matter because you're, While you are drawing from the top of the deck, you can only see the top card in the deck. Um, And so you're not comparing it to anything else. And unlike like a collectible card game, uh, if if you are keeping your hand secret from other players, they aren't really gaining an advantage by knowing that your card back, well, two of your card backs look slightly different. But we do try to avoid that. We do try to color match as best as possible. The last two components that I don't think I've mentioned, uh, we do have a bunch of new food tokens, uh, both because they are needed for... uh, for the the core game itself, since this is a standalone game. And also people always seem to like when we include more food tokens so they can have extras. And especially since this is a six to seven seven player expansion, you need lots of food tokens for those bigger group games. We did include uh, uh, a double-sided reference tile here. So this is the duet mode reference tile, uh, kind of a checklist of what to do at the end of the round. Also one for the flock mode. We have four dice, or five dice, I'm sorry, the standard number of dice. These are the standard dice found in the original Wingspan. Uh, So we have five of those. If you are playing a flock mode game um, with Wingspan Oceania, then because you only have five Oceania dice, you you will give each group at the table. So there's two groups kind of sharing the table. Each group will have two dice from Oceania and then three dice, three standard dice. Uh, That's what you'll do when you're playing the flock mode. And uh, the score pad, of course, we have a score pad as well. Here is the score pad expanded for up to seven players, so you can fit all seven players on here. Or if you're playing in duet mode, you can only use like two columns at a time. and make the score pad last a really long time. And on the back of the score pad, we have um, we have uh, the Autama score- scoring. So you can do Autama scoring here. You may notice that Nectar isn't noted on here. We decided not to include Nectar because, again, for people who don't have Wingspan Oceania, um they might be especially if they're new to wingspan uh, new to wingspan via wingspan asia they would be probably very confused as to why the scoring category is on the score pad when it doesn't apply at all to their their game as a standalone game so on our website we do include some downloadable versions of the score pad that include nectar on there in case you're trying to if, in case you're playing a six to seven player game for example or a duet mode game with um with nectar I think that's all the components. I didn't have a lot of like stories from. So the the main components that I have here are the uh, the, the the duet tokens and the different colored eggs. I didn't have a lot of other things in my cabinet of secrets back there of things that we've debated or gone through in the game. But we did think a lot about all of these different components. Um, we even down to I didn't mention this, but the. Uh, see how these goal tiles so these are the duet goal tiles they have red corners after you pop them out you can see they have red corners here because we wanted to clearly differentiate these from the standard goal tiles Um, again with duet mode when you play with duet mode you can use any combination of cards you can use In fact, you can play duet mode without any bird cards or bonus cards from Wingspan Asia. But the gold tiles themselves are specific to the the, the duet map. So you need these gold tiles and therefore need to keep them separated from the other gold tiles in the game. I think that's everything. I'm happy to answer questions in the comments below. If you have questions about production or or component decisions or even design decisions that Elizabeth made when putting together Wingspan Asia, um, I'm happy to answer those questions in the comments below. Thanks.